If you'd like to turn your Bibles to Lamentations, uh, that's between Jeremiah and Ezekiel. If you need to look it up in the front, which I do sometimes, just look it up in the table of contents. Um, I, I want to talk about that song for a second, and we may sing it at the end, depending on how long the preacher preaches. Um, Christians, we need to be set free. Um, lots of times people are like, I, well, I don't understand why they won't listen to me. Well, what are they saying? If they see you thinking and talking and acting like everybody else, why would they want to buy your Jesus? No, I'm serious. Why would they, why would they want your Jesus when he makes no difference in your life? And let me let you know a secret. He can set you free. He not only died for your sins to bring you salvation, but he rose again on the third day, and you can absolutely live in and be transformed by that power. Romans 6 says it best. It says, you know, you need to be baptized into the death of Jesus Christ. There's an old saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die to get there. Well, that's true in the church too. There's a lot of people that want to mouth off about being Christian, but the reality is they don't want to die to the garbage in their mind and their heart. They don't want to die to the garbage they were born with. They don't want to die to these habits and addictions that they've attained uh, in this life. So you're not going to be set free from that trash. But I want you to understand, he rose again. You can be set free. Okay? I, I'm going to throw something in here that's probably going to tick a few people off. And I'm good with that. But this whole thing with this COVID and all this junk that's going on in our country right now, God could set you free from the fear of all that trash too. You know, I, 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 just, I just feel sorry for people. They just run around scared to death. Oh, COVID's going to get me. I said the first Sunday of COVID, if God wants you to get COVID, I don't care if you sit in your basement and dig a 40-foot trench and you sit down there and you hide from the world, let me help you with something. You're going to get COVID. And sadly, I had it. And it ain't fun. Now, some people don't get it bad but he had to give me a good dose because he just likes to teach me a lesson and break me from sucking eggs. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is this. I don't care what it is. I don't care who it is. I don't care how it is. You can be set free from fear and manipulation. I don't care what's going on. And see, the problem is, and especially as I, please don't take me wrong, but as I ride around and see all these churches that still aren't open, what are we saying? What are we saying? Oh, well, that's not nice. I'm not nice. Nice is neither a gift nor a fruit of God's Holy Spirit. Kindness is, but kindness ain't always nice. I'm sorry, we're thinking and acting just like the whole world, and we're watching CNN every night with all them numbers up there. Of course, they went off as soon as Biden got it. 
Understand, guys, it's got to stop. We need to be a group of people that are different. We need to be a group of people that are set free. We need to be a people that are not cowing down to everything that some man says. We need to be a group of people that stand up and say, no, man. No, that doesn't make any sense. You know, and I, 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 think it's, I think this is just so important. I really do. It's got nothing to do with my sermon. But um, I just think it's time for Christians to stand up and quit acting like everybody else. I do. You know, if you'll notice around here, I don't wear a mask. I've already had COVID. I've already had the shots. Why do I need to wear a mask other than Dr. Fauci told me I did? Well, Dr. Fauci changed his mind every second. So he might say tomorrow, I don't need to. So I'm not. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's time to stand up and, and be a man or woman and not be cowed down by every force of this world. Amen? It's just time. You know, and I don't have any problem if somebody's a little freaky and wants me to wear a mask. I don't have a problem with that or going to the store. I ain't going in there making trouble or anything like that. But the reality is you, you got to understand it's become ridiculous. And it's time for, for men and women of God to stand up and say, okay, that's enough of that. Okay, amen? So in, in, in Lamentations, what you've got is the, the people of God have done what man has done from the beginning. And that is they did evil in the sight of God. They sinned. And they did evil in the sight of God, and they sinned. And they did evil in the sight of God, and they sinned. And they did evil in the sight of God, and they sinned. Did you ever notice that? <laughs> did you ever notice every time the pressure's not on, we get stupid? Now, I know I'm not supposed to say the word stupid, but we are. Every time the pressure's off. Every time there's not this big problem, we just kind of relax and, and we kind of take over and think, I got this. No, you don't. We humans, we are poor in spirit. We've got nothing to offer. Without God, we can do nothing. Okay? And you, the, you're better off learning that early in your spiritual journey. That the bottom line is without him, you don't have the ability to handle anything. So very, very, very important. They did evil in the eyes of God. They did better. They did evil in the eyes of God. They did better. They did evil in the eyes of God. They did better. Aren't you so thankful we don't do that? Yeah, that was a joke. Okay? But, but that's just what was happening, you know? And that's, that's just where they were. And finally, God got angry. And let me help you with something. God does get angry. Oh, not my God. My God's a big God, and he doesn't mind that I do things against his will. And he, he, he's a God of, my God's a God of love. He's not like your God. Let me help you with something. I don't know what Bible you're reading, but sometimes we push God far enough, and he gets ticked. Okay? I don't advise that. Okay? Because when he got ticked at his people, he allowed people to conquer them and take them into slavery. Now, let me help you with something. Right now, God is ticked with our country and our world. Ain't got nothing to do with COVID, okay? Has nothing to do with government. It has to do with 
we're okay with sin. I said again, because y'all missed it over here. We're okay with sin. That's got to stop. It's not about sin, God's going to get you. It's about the fact that the reason God gets ticked at sin is because sin destroys us. And he looked at his people and he said, listen, guys, I got to do something drastic because I can't get your attention unless I do something drastic. Please hear what I'm saying. If you're living in sin, please understand something. You don't want God to have to do something drastic to get your attention. Amen? In this world that Jeremiah was living in, and he, I, he's, they're not sure, but they think he wrote this book. In chapter 3, verse 5, do we have that? Okay. In the middle of everything, God was angry. God was frustrated. You can read the chapters before and the chapters after, and you can see that God was just frustrated because he set these people apart. He gave them everything. He, he led them out of Egypt. He led them to a promised land. Man, he put a fear in the people as they marched into those countries and everything, and he made them victorious in every place that they, they stepped their foot, and oh my goodness, and what did they do? They spit in his face and made idols, and, and aren't you glad we don't do that? Well, we live in a country and a world right now that also is out of control. Let me let you on a secret. There is no such thing as the good old days because it's always been the same. Stanley, um, he um, uh, has all the old newspapers and he tells me every once in a while, he said, Pastor, I go back and I read those old newspapers and the same stuff that's happening today was happening back then. You know, but you know what? In the center is, is a bunch of God's people and we're supposed to be making a difference. Amen? We're supposed to be making a difference. But we need to understand that in all that's going on, sometimes we're going to get caught up in the consequences or the rebuke or the curse. Now get ready for that. Did you just hear what I said? I hear so many people. Well, doesn't God love me? Yeah, what's that got to do with it? Well, doesn't God care about me? This shouldn't be going on in my life. Who are you? If that's true, Jesus, Peter, and Paul got ripped off. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're talking about some problems and struggles. Jesus, Peter, and Paul had some problems and some struggles and some pain, you know. And the bottom line is we need to understand in the midst of all the garbage going on in the world, we need to understand that sometimes we're going to get caught up in it and we're going to have problems and we're going to have heartache and we're going to have tragedy and we're going to have struggles too. Amen? Get your feet planted, put on the armor, and prepare for it because in this crazy world, crazy, sometimes very bad things are going to happen to you. Amen? In verse 5 of chapter 3, it says, 
He has besieged and encompassed me with bitterness and hardship. I, I want to say it again. If you think just because you're a Christian, you're not going to have bitterness and tragedy and hardship and struggles, I don't know what world you live in, and I don't know what book you're reading. And see, the thing we have to understand, if you go to Romans chapter 5 and James chapter 1, both of those chapters tell us that, that all of these struggles are good. All of these hardships and all of these battles and all of these things we go through are good. God says crazy stuff like count it all joy when you encounter various trials. Sometimes I read that and I go, man, he has lost his mind. You know, this ain't fair. You know, I thought you died for me and I ain't going to have problems. You know, it's just not true. But here's the cool part. If we angle ourselves, get our feet set, put on our armor, get prepared, when those things come, we can teach every person in our world how to handle the realities of this world. You hear what I'm saying? But there are too many Christians, they're just tiptoeing through the tulips and they have problems. Oh, I'm down. Oh, man, I'm about to cry. You know, we all have problems. We all have temptations. We all have struggles. Get ready for it. If somebody didn't deserve it, it was Jeremiah. Jeremiah was doing everything right. He was standing there. All these prophets and all these false prophets were telling everybody, don't worry, you're not going to be here in Babylon but a couple of years. And Jeremiah's like, no, 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 no. You're here for 70 years, dude. Do you think he was popular? No, seriously. You think everybody's, oh, we love Jeremiah. Jeremiah's telling us we're going to be here for 70 years. Those other false prophets aren't true. No, they were listening to the false prophets just like we do too often. And, you know, he just, he was like, here's where we are. In the middle of everything, it was awful. In the middle of everything, it was horrific for Jeremiah. In the middle of everything, it was, <laughs> you keep using this word, wormwood. And, and I, it just, it, it's a plant that tastes bitter, but that's not what this is about. It, it's kind of a word used for depression and, and heartache and all the negativity and all the garbage, you know. And he was saying, wow, that's where I am. If you're there, it's okay. I'll move on when somebody says amen. If you're there, understand God put you there because he has a perfect plan in it. He placed you there because there's things in your mind or your emotions or your character or your love or your spiritual relationship with him that he wants to fix and get right. See, too often we think, oh my goodness, I'm having problems. I must have done something wrong. No. God knows exactly where you are and what he's doing. And if he placed you there, he placed you there 
on purpose with a purpose. You see, and I want you to understand, if Jeremiah's gone through that, he's doing things right. He's telling people the truth. We're going to go through that. Quit freaking out, claiming the devil's in control. The devil is not in control. No matter how bad it might get. He can't do anything the Father doesn't let him do. Are you with me there? People online, you listen to what I'm saying? Because some of us sit around and freak out and worry because we got this problem, we got this struggle or whatever. The bottom line is God Almighty knows what he's doing. And he's got a plan. And we could sit there and stew in it and pout and suck our thumbs or we can do what Jeremiah did In the next verse, let me just read it up here. Verse 21. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease. For his compassions never fail. Don't listen to me. Read the book. It's a whole lot better. Amen? You got to understand, in the middle of all these things, in the middle of whatever happens, in the middle of what's going on, in the middle of all the stuff you hear in the news, you need to understand something. What verse was I just on? Go back one. 22. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never, ever, ever cease. It doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter what you see. It doesn't matter what people tell you. You need to understand, in the midst of the misery and all the wormwood and the depression and all the heartache and the, all the oh my's, and oh, why is he picking on me? We need to understand that the mercies of God and the compassion of God and the loving kindness of God never, ever cease or fail. You say, what are you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying is, and when you're in the middle of that mess, read that verse. And when you forget, read that verse. And when you're not sure, read that verse. Don't think about some dumb quote from the preacher. Read that verse. That's the word of God. Doesn't matter what the preacher says. What matters is what the book says. The book. That's what matters. That's what we need to focus on in the middle of everything. I love the next verse. His mercies. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. You see, I don't know about you, but I get up every morning. And man, I get it right. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of a wackadoodle. 
I'm one of these guys. I wish I could tell you your pastor is perfect. He never does anything wrong. He's never tempted. He's never tried. He's never troubled. He's never distracted. That's a lie. You know? I'm tempted. I'm tried. I get frustrated. I want to beat the snot out of some people. I mean, that's just life, man. You know, that's who I am. I'm a human. And the bottom line is, quit thinking you're not because you are too. And you're going to do things that are sinful. You're going to do things that are silly. You're going to do things that are, I know I'm not supposed to say, stupid. But I want you to get this. I want you to understand this. That's who we are. And we do these things. And some days, no matter how many times I ask forgiveness, I just don't feel like I get it. Do you ever have those days? Here's the cool part. When I wake up in the morning, there's something new. You know what I'm saying? When I wake up in the morning, it, it's just great because it seems to click. And I go to God and I'm, God, I am so sorry. I confess I was a doofus. That's what my grandchildren call me. Pup-up doofus. It, Brittany taught him that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know she did. I'm just kidding. I'm going to get in trouble. But I'm serious. In the morning, get it right. Don't carry that junk every day. God's standing there every morning saying, okay, <laughs> we weren't quite there yesterday, but how about if we get it right this morning so we're not doing the same things today? And God's standing there with fresh, new mercies and love and kindness and goodness and tenderness and hope and everything we need in the middle of whatever we're dealing with. Amen? And you understand, it has nothing to do with your perfection. It has nothing to do with your performance. It has nothing to do with your attendance or your tithing. No, forget that tithing, but that, no, I'm just kidding. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the character and nature of God. That's who he is. You can count on that. When you feel awful, when you feel hopeless and helpless, when you feel like there's nothing you can do, when you feel, excuse me, I'm sorry. When you feel like, ah, everything I decide, everything I say, every time I turn around, I, I just feel like I'm getting deeper and deeper and deeper. It's okay. Because the mercies of God are right there for you. People say to me, what, what do I tell my friends? You know, you don't go out and tell them how big of a sinner. They know, already know that. Now, I hear these people, well, you, know, you got to tell them they're a sinner first. Oh, man, they're convinced of that already. And if they're not, they ain't listening anyway. You know, you want to go out and you want to tell them, I know you're depressed 
and I know you're hurting, and I know you feel hopeless, and I know you feel helpless, and I know you feel like there's no future, and I know you just, ah, you don't see how, and your vision is only about here, and, and you just, you just feel stuck. But that's okay. The mercies and the love and the kindness and the faithfulness of God are fresh and new and for you every morning. Amen. Amen. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? You know, isn't that what we want to tell people? You don't want to walk up to them with flames on your shirt and say, see, here's where you're going. You want to tell them. Now there's stuff, you know, people with the t-shirts and then pamphlets, you know, got flames on them. You know, that's, I've never found that to be effective evangelism. I'm sorry. If you're one of them, I apologize. Not really, but okay. He's faithful. Next verse. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Can they see that online, girls? No? Let me read it to you because I'm uh, pointing to this and they can't see it. Huh? It's on the bottom. All right, we'll get this straight. See, I'm not good with these technologies, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm old. Not as old as Roy, but I'm old. All right? The Lord is my portion, says my soul. He's all mine. (laughs) He's all I need. He's all I got. He's always there. He's always faithful. He's always merciful. He's always kind. He's always loving. Somebody say hallelujah, please. Therefore, I have hope in him. Oh, but pastor, I've done so many bad things. Join the club. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Anybody here never done bad things? You know, I've I've done bad things. So he can't love me. I hope that's not true. Because I'm toast. Amen? But he does. Next verse. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. You mean I'm not supposed to be doing stuff? You mean, you mean I'm not supposed to be saying good, spiritual, biblical things? Well, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But that's not the key. The key is to know in the middle of the heartache and the middle of the stress and the middle of the worry and in the middle of the struggle, my God is faithful. And his loving kindnesses and mercy never end and never fail. He's always there with his arms wide open saying, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will Give you an eternal chill pill. 
Amen? Put it in the vernacular, you know. The older people are like, I don't want to say. But every, all the younger ones know what I'm saying. Okay? The person who seeks for him. How about you? How about your spouse? How about your kids? Grandkids, neighbors, workmates, church people, those who sit by all the time. You have no idea the hell that some of them are going through. No idea. Here's the cool part. You can influence that. You can make a difference in that. You can look at them and you can tell them the mercies and the love and the grace and the power and the healing of God are right there for you no matter where you are, where you've been, or ever will be. And all God's people said, hallelujah. hallelujah. Folks, can I ask you a question? Why aren't we telling people that? Why don't we tell people that? Could it be that we're not sure ourselves? Good question, huh? But let's end here. Kids, come on up. Let's sing that song one more time. Today, hmm, today is a good day to decide that the word of God is truth. Today is a good day to decide that when God says his mercies and his love and his grace and his kindness and his tenderness never fail, let's decide by the grace of God. They never fail, no matter what happens in my life. Amen? Let's decide. Let's decide from this day forward Instead of freaking out like everybody else does, and I've done it too. Instead of living hopeless and helpless and putting that look on your face, let's decide. No matter what's going on, it's all right. Because God's got a perfect eternal plan and he's got the ability to pull it off no matter what. Amen? Are you with me? Christians, are you with me? You know? Hmm. Today's just a good day to decide that everyone God brings into my world, into my influence, under my influence, hmm, I'm going to let them know no matter what, it's okay. No matter what, he's in control. No matter what, I'm not going to act like everybody else. I'm going to be set free by the power of God to believe that he's got a perfect, perfect, 
perfect, awesome, powerful, eternal plan. And he's going to accomplish that in my life, no matter what. Let's stand. I'm going to pray, and we're going to end with this song. Father, this morning, we thank you for your word. Your word is truth. Praise your holy name that your mercy and your tenderness and your loving kindness and your hope... They never, ever, ever stop and they never, ever, ever fail. Help us, Lord, to believe that. Help us, Lord, to know that. Help us, Lord, to decide that. And now, Lord, help us to go live that. Set us free from the garbage and the negativity and the depressive feelings of this world. And all God's people said, Amen.